Welcome, everyone, to episode 357 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Will. Uh, just me and Will today. Uh, though, if you... I, I, I'm having trouble with Facebook, okay? So I posted a, what you know we were going to be recording, blah blah, blah and it's just not going to people. And it's it's very frustrating, because I, I, I think only, like, maybe uh, less than a quarter of our... Of our listeners and viewers and, and and likes on facebook got the information that we were recording tonight but also that me and will and possibly eric and Corey are gonna be playing Fortnite after the stream so uh, i don't know what a better way to get information out will be but i'm gonna try to post more like updates like that on twitter i'll still put them on facebook but it's just frustrating that people people aren't getting them uh, but our topic for today is going to be our E3 predictions episode. I wanted to get out ahead of every other gaming industry cover or gaming media outlet covering uh, E3 and their predictions. So that's why we're doing it a little earlier this year uh, than previous years. But it's it's, it's also going to be kind of a preview because some of the stuff is already leaked. Some of the stuff is going to be obvious that they're going that you know stuff they're going to talk about. So I actually uh, know we'll, none we'll of the that. things that have leaked. So. Okay, yeah, there's there's been a, a handful of leaks of stuff, and then. Uh, other things are obvious, you know, without it necessarily being leaked. Uh, you know, you know, Nintendo's going to talk about Smash Brothers at E3. Like that's just obvious, you know. So that's that doesn't really count as a prediction, but more of a preview. Um, so that's going to be our main topic. Do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Will uh, I played a little Hyrule Warriors? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know how much I'll say about it because it's kind of a game that we've talked about a ton. Yeah, in the past. So you know, I played that. I've been. I think that's about it, really. Uh, I finished up school, so now I can finally start playing video games again. Okay, awesome. I didn't play anything new. I played. I started playing Mario Kart again. Mario Kart Eight. I uh, played more Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle and a little bit more uh, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Nice. So that's what I'm going to be talking about briefly during what we played. Uh, before we get into the topic, uh, I just found this out right before we started. Uh, not sure if you're familiar with uh, Total Biscuit, Will? Yeah, I know the name, yeah. Okay, uh, he passed away today. Really? Yes, he has been fighting cancer for a few years now. Uh, he was not doing well. He actually retired from games criticism. Um, he announced that a couple weeks ago, and he was yeah, just going to focus on uh, you know doing co-op games with his wife and stuff, as you know, because he his cancer treatments just weren't working anymore. So he knew. Uh, he didn't have long to live. It's actually the his podcast, the co-optional podcast, was the only one I ever listened to and watched. Uh, so it was very sad for me to hear that. Um, he had just gotten good news a couple days ago that s- something that they an operation that they had done was going to relieve some of his pain that he was going through. Uh, and then, like I said, when I was doing notes like half an hour ago, I just read that he had he had passed today. So at thirty three, uh, thirty three, yeah, which is. It, it, that's what bothers me about it even more. Not just that I followed his show and and you know some of the stuff that he did. It's he's younger than I am. 
Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. So that that's that really bothered me. Uh, you know, right before we started, now, kind of a downer. Didn't he win a couple years back? Like they have the gamer uh, category and the the award show. Didn't yeah, he trend, trending gamer. Trending gamer. I know he was nominated. I don't know if he actually won or not. Or was that the year like Gersman won or whatever? Yeah, I don't remember. I think That's... it was no, it wasn't Gersman. It was was it Kyle Bosman that won it the same year? Total yeah, Biscuit me... was nominated. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could look it up. We have this thing called the internet. Let's see. Total Biscuit is up for he did win. Beardless said he did win. Okay. So. Yeah, he did. Okay. That's awesome. So that's yeah. a shame, though, that we lost somebody so young. That's just uh, you hate hearing that. Like cancer is the worst thing. Yes, it is on the planet, and yep. it sucks seeing people get you know killed from it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, not to start off the podcast on a somber note, but I did have to bring that up. So, yeah. So on to our E three preview predictions episode. Uh, so these are going to be in order. We I'm not covering some of them. Uh, Devar- Devolver Digital, I have no idea what to expect from there, so we're not going to be talking about that one. I will mention when it is. Uh, and then the PC Gaming Show, I really I don't know. Like They just do random stuff, so I also don't have any predictions for that one. Uh, so the first one is EA, which is going to kick off the press conference a uh, few days here, and they will be Saturday, June 9th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, so that's what, two, two and a half weeks from now, three, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so it's obvious we'll see battlefield five. They just announced a bunch of details about it. That will be in there. I don't think there's any, any question about that. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, unfortunately we'll probably see stuff for FIFA and Madden, which I also hate. I hate seeing sports games at E3. I haven't cared about a sports game in a very long time. Uh, it just feels like a waste. You know? Yeah, it's for them to fill time. Especially games like that that come out every single year and aren't that different from one another. It, they just don't need to have those there. You know? Exactly. In my opinion, uh, I, I feel like it sucks these games do so well because they're going to keep showing it off because they keep doing so well. Yeah. So it's one of those things like nobody really honestly cares about it, but because the mainstream buys these games, it's just going to keep they're going to keep showing them off. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I'm predicting that we'll see something from the st- rumored Star Wars game. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, which I don't know. I can't remember what studio is, is working on it, but um, I do think we'll see something. It's the open world kind of RPG action RPG one. I think we'll see something from that at, at, at E3. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we'll see a lot of Anthem. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's their, that's, big, that's big, that's game. their big game. Out in the fall. It's also one that I really doubt, I don't care about. I don't know how you feel about Anthem, Will. I'm actually intrigued, but I'm not holding out any hope for anything too, too interesting. I mm-hmm. think it'll just be... I, honestly, EA's press conference is the worst to predict on because it's so surface. We know what we're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, so a game like a game like Anthem, I just don't have that high up expectations for of seeing anything cool. Yeah. And even if it does look cool, it might not turn out to be cool. So right. uh, it's one of those games where I'm gonna be in a wait and see kind of mode. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not that interested in it. The whole looter shooter. Uh, Beardless says Respawn is the one making uh, making the new Star Wars game, and uh, he also would like to see that E3. Definitely. Uh, that's that's the thing that EA has that I'm actually interested in, and all the other stuff I really don't care. Mm-hmm. So, okay. uh, But I think for my bold prediction, I think we will see something Dragon Age. I think they will announce the next Dragon Age game. Probably just a teaser trailer. I can't imagine they would do like gameplay at this point, but I think we'll we will get teased a Dragon Age coming out next year. I like that prediction, Dan. I it's it's an optimistic it's, prediction, but it's it's time, right? Yeah, it's been a few. What was Dragon Age tw- 2013, 2014? 2014, because it launched shortly after the consoles came out. Oh man. I know that I bought. Here, I'll look. Dragon I, Age. Might, might have been 2015. I know I bought Dragon Age for the PS4. It was 2014. Uh, Beardless yeah. Beard has this covered in the chat. Yeah, it, it was 2014. Um, I bought that actually for PS4, uh, but I was so unhappy with the performance and the frame rate and the look of it that I. That's part of the reason I traded in my PS4 and I bought Dragon Age on PC and it looked a thousand times better. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, oof, Dan, that's a good. That's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, like I said, most of my <laughs> most of my predictions are optimistic in nature and not well, pessimistic. Luckily, I'll be honest. Like I don't have a bold prediction for EA because I a, forgot about the Star Wars game, um, and after that, like I don't know what they have cooking. Yeah, not much. I'm really not interested in in much of what EA has, other than the Star Wars game. Um, they haven't shown, at least to me, that they can handle having Star Wars as being the sole Star Wars game creator. Yeah. Uh, Battlefront. I know Battlefront 1 was very shallow. I, I guess Battlefront 2 was a little bit better, but still suffered from a lot of the you know game industry flaws of the you know unlocking skins and slow progression and all that junk microtransactions. Uh, yeah. Data. What's going I- on? I will I will say they might have some cool uh, indie games, maybe because they yeah. had a good track record with some indie indie games. Yeah. Um, uh, what was that co-op one that came out? Get Get Out. A way out. A way out. Yes, because that that was EA. I mean, they didn't make it, but they they published it. So yeah, that yeah. I hope you're right. Uh, Microsoft. Microsoft is up next. Microsoft. Sunday, June 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. This one is supposedly two hours long. Oh, my. So. Wow. They've got a lot to talk about, which which is good. Uh, You know, Microsoft is obviously behind in this generation of consoles. Um, So uh, I think we'll see the next Forza Horizon game. That's not a bull prediction at all. Uh, Walmart apparently leaked that Gears 5 is in the works. So oh, they'll probably God. talk about Gears 5. Um, however, I am predicting we're going to see something from the new Fable game. I don't think God! it's going to be... Dang it. Was that your prediction? Yeah, was exa- okay. I was going to say the Fable will be the one that... Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see some, at least a mention that they're working on it. Because a lot of people have been asking for Fable. They just handed it off to the, uh, the Forza Horizon developer. Uh, whose name I can't think of right at, right off the bat um, or right yeah. off the cuff, but yeah, they're they're supposed to be the ones working on it. So I, I at the very least we'll see something about it. Do you think we see something from the Corpse of Crackdown Three? Crackdown. 
I don't know what to think about Crackdown 3. I, I, I really don't. I don't either. This game is probably dead with the swimming with the fishies, kind of like with Seabound or Scalebound. Um, I, I don't think it's dead. I think they'll still release it, but I don't think it's going to be what they built it up to be. I think it's going to release quietly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just gonna get shuffled to the side right off right right away, you know. People will forget about it. Yeah, uh, I'm also in a, uh, expecting Halo for PC. Yeah, uh, possibly the Master Chief Collection. Hopefully, the Master Chief Collection. Uh, that's even one I would buy. As much as I hate the Xbox app and the Windows Store uh, and buying games through there, I really wish they would release their stuff on Steam. But as much as I hate those things, I would probably still buy this just to play through the old Halo campaigns again. I bet we also get Halo 6. Uh, it'll be something small. It won't be big. It'll be a little teaser trailer. Um, Halo but 6. Yeah, but everybody will know that it's Halo. Um, and it'll say, coming. Uh, twenty. What next, what's next year? 2019. 2019. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be my guess. Here is my bold Microsoft prediction, though. They are going to announce the new Xbox system coming yeah. out next year, early next year. I guess if it's a two-hour presentation, because, like, if you think about it, what what do they have to show? I mean, gag me with Gears of War 5. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Halo, yeah. And other than that, like, maybe Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, they'll have a slew of indies that they'll talk about. Um, but I really think, I think they're going to go the Nintendo route. I, obviously, the Xbox One is way behind the PS4 in sales. It's probably not going to catch up at this point. Uh, you know, they've they've not done a great job of securing uh, as many exclusives. I should say as many. I shouldn't. Their exclusives aren't low quality because Forza Horizon was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, they don't have the 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 quality and number of exclusives that the PS4 does. So I think they're going to pull a Nintendo. I think they're going to reboot the console early. They'll announce whatever the next Xbox is coming out early next year. It'll be fully backwards compatible with the Xbox one games, controllers, all that stuff will work on the new console. I believe that's my bold prediction. (laughs) That's, you know, the directions we went for bold predictions are very different. You, uh, you went that route and I went, we might see a new fable. (laughs) Uh, that's um, a, yeah yeah well i think we'll at least hear from fable you know and you know what your thought is actually you know i don't want to get excited it's actually a good thought because sony could or microsoft could get ahead of this because sony announced i think the other day that they're three years off three four years, years off yep. from their next console so if microsoft releases it maybe next year or yeah. even the year after they have a full year to two years of time to mm-hmm get ahead of the game so that is you know that would be huge with i mean the, the best way to get people an install base is just do it early yeah yeah absolutely so. and i think you know because phil spencer kind of took over uh after the mess of the xbox one launch had already happened you know he kind of corrected the ship as much as he could but i think it's time for him to to helm the launch of a, of a console himself, you know, cause he's, he's the one that even made, in my opinion, that made the Xbox even worth having. Definitely. You know, with, he, he was the one that pushed the, the backwards compatibility and, you know, they got the handful of exclusives that they do have, you know, um, you know, he's, I think he's the reason why Xbox was able to turn it around. So might explain a lot with why the, you were not seeing any games really. Yeah. 
they're saving them. them for the next one. Yeah, honestly, that could be. And like they're like maybe they can churn out another Halo and Gears of War for this one to get some sales and then Yeah. And then have the bigger, like, newer games, like groundbreaking games for the next console. Yeah. Uh Beardless says that uh EA will probably show some of their games at Microsoft Conference. He's absolutely right. I actually heard that Microsoft has the sole was it the sole advertising rights for Battlefield Five? Interesting. So, yeah. So there, they, I, there will definitely be some EA, some EA stuff at, at Microsoft. Um, yeah, and FIFA specifically could could huh. have a sizable chunk on the in the Xbox presentation. Two hours is a long time. So re- that really is. What do they usually go? An hour? I want to say an hour, ninety minutes tops for, yeah. for the big. I mean, Nintendos are usually like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. So. It's tough to say. So that's Microsoft. Next up is Bethesda. Uh, they're also Sunday, June 10th at 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Um, Rage 2 has already been leaked and uh, not quite announced, but... It was the, announced. Did they announce it? Yeah, I think they okay. officially announced they, they, it. Okay, I, I don't know if they're going to wait until E3 to announce it, but uh, Walmart spoiled that. Um, so it was... It was lo- Leaked early and then and then yeah I think it was officially announced or was it early this week or maybe late last week, um, I think we'll see so there's there, there'll be stuff for that obviously I think we'll see a Wolf Wolfenstein two uh, expansion or and or standalone game, mm-hmm. uh, much in the vein of the first Wolfenstein with uh, what was it the Old Blood and something else that are like standalone games for yeah I think it was Old Blood yeah Airway, so we'll, I think we'll see something like that uh, I. Th- think we'll uh, learn of the existence of elder elder scrolls 6 in this year's e3 it is the old blood and i do agree with that statement dan Mm. um i think you know what i hate bethesda (laughs) i've been very honest with you guys about that for the past what year and a half at this point two years Yeah, yeah it's been a little while but i think they have a an awesome e3 okay and i'm not saying rage too that does nothing for me Right. I think, See, I, I really liked Rage, so I was somewhat excited about the Rage 2 announcement. I think there's potential there, but because I didn't like the first game very much, uh-huh. I'm kind of ambivalent about the second one. I, if I see some gameplay with the, the new one that I think is pretty interesting, I could be on board. Yeah. But I think I've got a lot of predictions. I'm going to just toss them out. You're right. Yeah. I think we learned about the existence of the new Elder Scrolls game coming out within a year, something like that. Uh-huh. I think we get a new Obsidian Fallout game. Oh. And I also think, in lieu of that, we get a Fallout Three uh, remaster. Remaster, okay. So done in the engine for Fallout Four, which would be awesome. I uh, yep, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I you know I think I think if they go guns blazing like this and stagnate the releases a couple months apart to a year apart, I think those three games right there could do a lot for Bethesda and possibly bring me back into being a fan unless they really botch the Obsidian Fallout and the new Elder Scrolls then I'll be I, yeah. incredibly disappointed I mean the only the only issue with the Obsidian Fallout was it was it was jankier than your typical Fallout <laughs> yeah. but I don't I don't think they would screw it up you no, know if Bethesda's not uh shadow uh developing yeah then I think it. I think it'll be an awesome game. I think they wrote 
the the best one of the best fall game. I still think three in New Vegas or one two or one A one B. I think they're phenomenal games. I don't really like to pick a favorite, uh, but if you read online, a lot of people hold New Vegas in extreme high regard. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I really think this game could be something if that's Ooh. even true. I hope you're right. That I'm talking awesome. about like it was announced. Yeah. So yeah, that would be great. That would be great. I, I mean, I don't know what Obsidian's working on now. They they released Pillars of Eternity, so maybe they've got some free time to to do a, a Fallout offshoot. Yeah, I don't know how big of a studio Obsidian is. I don't know if they can <clears throat> house multiple projects. This could be something that yeah. they've been working on with for a small a team for a while, and now yeah. like because they finished the Pillars of Eternity, they're shifting all of their focus on it because there's going to be an announcement. Um. With that being said, I bet we get more Fallout 4 VR and Skyrim VR and Skyrim on your Roku. Skyrim on mobile devices. E- yeah, and you know what? iOS, iOS and Android. I'm just going to prepare for it because that way I won't be mad. Okay. So That's what's really going to be announced and we're not going to get a Fallout 3 remaster, a new Elder Scrolls, or a uh, new Obsidian right. Fallout. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's Bethesda, um, Devolver. I have no idea what to expect from a Devolver Digital's press conference. Apparently it's going to be batshit crazy like it was last year. I don't remember watching it last year. Yeah, what um, was it? I didn't, I, I didn't get to watch as much E3 last year because the, the twins were still little babies and I still didn't sleep for weeks at a time. So, uh, life's a little more stable now than it was at that point, so... The screen, screaming lady. See, I missed all that. I'm gonna have to watch all that stuff again for Devolver. Um, apparently, they said there would be probably blood and some murders on stage. Don't know what to expect, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, what is this? I I don't know. Well, Devolver Digital, they do a lot of indie games. <laughs> I'm trying to. Th- uh, they they did like uh, Hotline Miami. Okay, okay, stuff like that. Yeah, they're they're an indie indie publisher, I guess. So, uh, moving on to Monday, Monday, June eleventh, Square Enix kicks it off at ten a.m. Pacific, one a.m. Eastern. We will no doubt see stuff about Shadow of the Tomb Raider that's coming out in September. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll see some Kingdom Hearts three stuff that's supposed to be, I guess, coming out soon. I I don't know. Some at some point, twenty twenty three. 20 that's final fantasy 7 remake yeah it remake. is uh i think we'll see some octopath traveler stuff definitely that's that's a square enix game that'll probably be on nintendo's too but so i actually have a uh high expectations for this one i kind of mm-hmm. think we will see something from final fantasy 7 um that's probably fool's gold to think R- that release date man uh, episode one 2021 that's probably what it'll be so I'll, I'll probably forget about it at that point anyway um so you're right with kingdom hearts 3 the bold prediction i'm throwing out here dan final fantasy tactics 2 a legit sequel two okay um, see i just had my prediction was final fantasy tactics on steam the oh old man one steam. Maybe, maybe they'll do a tandem maybe because for whatever reason, their like game or gameplay and like art has come out from the second game that never came to fruition. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's that's kind of like stealth marketing to get it in, into people's minds. Well, it's the same thing with Pokemon with like all of the old designs that were being showed off and like a supposed Gorichu, which is an evolution to Pikachu. Like, you know, it, I find this stuff all to be curiously timed that we would now after. I mean, what Tactus came out in 96, 95. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like, why all of a sudden are we seeing anything about that game? Um, yeah. a, a potential remake, and I don't know. I just find it curious. So I really, I think, um, I think we we get a a tactics legit sequel. Okay, I like it. Bold. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is bold prediction. I like it. I have nothing else for Square Enix. Um, the game developers or game publishers, it's it's, it's hard to know like what they have cooking. I feel like yeah. they're a little bit better at keeping secrets and are, and are hard to predict. To predict than than the the big three if you will yeah by the way did that walmart leak like was that true all of that yeah i mean yeah they they properly predicted rage 2 and then the the rage marketing team went and corrected their their leak and i guess the some of the bethesda executives went had a back and forth on twitter uh saying that this is why why they can't have nice things <laughs> Well, because there was a lot of crazy stuff in there. Like, there was a Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3, 3 yep. Which, that hasn't been confirmed yet, but that will come out at some point, you know? Well, this is, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but uh, I saw that, I think it was a 2K financial meeting or whatever came out, like, you know, the reports they put out, and they have a, a unannounced game that's a big game in the 2K, like, like in the realm of 2K, that... Uh, they're projecting to come out some point next year. Uh, that's going to bring in money. Um, and I also heard that Borderlands 3 wasn't going to be announced at E3. So I'm wondering maybe if that Bioshock game that we heard about. Oh, yeah, maybe is, is the one that we see something on. But I don't I don't know. I just was curious. I found that curious. Yeah, maybe it is Borderlands 3. I think I saw them say that that wasn't going to that means nothing, though, but right. that it wasn't going to be shown. It's hard to know. Yeah. Uh, up next is Ubisoft, which is also Monday, June 11th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, I think we'll see the Division 2 here. Yep. Mm, probably we'll at least get a uh, time period for the next Assassin's Creed game. I don't think it's going to come out in the fall. I think it'll come out early next year. Did you see that they put out art for World War II Assassin's Creed? Really? I mean, yeah. it only makes sense that they did that. That whole, the whole part in um, Syndicate, yep. that was uh, was it Syndicate? It was. They had the World War Two. That was awesome. <laughs> by you the know, way. I kind of been saying that if Assassin's Creed went to two different time periods, I'd insta buy. Uh, one was World War Two, the other was Russia. Oh, okay, yeah. So I think like uh, like Soviet revolutionary Russia. That I was thinking old school Russia, but you know what? The Soviet Revolution sounds pretty pretty cool. Yeah, like uh, was that the late late nineteen? Was it like nineteen seventeen or nineteen? It's during World War One when that yeah. all went down. It was the early nineteen hundreds, so yeah. that would that would be a sweet idea too. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe uh, the next Assassin's Creed game will be one of those two, like a World War One, World War Two time period, because like. I would be kind of disappointed if they went to like Japan, yeah, or China or something like that. Right, I'd be personally disappointed, but yeah, I mean, only because there's a lot of other games that are kind of set in that, 
you know, Shogun Japan or, uh, well, you know, the, the, the Samurai Warriors, Dynasty Warriors games are kind of already there. I want to explore stuff that's that's not been explored, you know. Well, and you know what the argument to that would be is people would say, well, we just got a battle or a World War One game and now the game's World War Two was the most saturated time period. Now it's kind of coming back. But to that, I say, could you imagine trying to make a game? a realistic game where you're actually like dealing with like Rommel and Hitler and stuff like that, like assassinating them. But with the Assassin's Creed gameplay with like automatic guns, like I think that would be an interesting way for them to try to design yeah. a game. I think it would, be, it would kind of make them rethink Assassin's Creed a little bit, kind of like how black flag did. Yeah. It would have to be smoother. Yes. I mean, even though syndicate was a vast improvement over, um, like Black Flag and, and Assassin's Creed Three, like they could still smooth out the gameplay so that that things happen a little faster, so you can uh, get out of the way of gunfire a little bit easier. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think Ubisoft and they've talked about this, but I think they're going to reveal their own battle royale game, and it might be part of one of their other IPs. Like it might be the Division Two. You know, is a free. They have a free side battle royale game that's the Division Two. Yeah. Um, but they'll have some sort of battle royale. I think that's kind of going to kind of be the theme here. EA is probably going to try to, f- f- uh, you know, fit the battle royale into one of their one of their IPs. Uh, Call of Duty has a battle royale mode, so I'm actually there's, there's going to be that sort of stuff in everyone's conference. I think we're going to play a game, Dan. Okay. Um, how many battle royales get announced? We, it should be a drinking game, but I don't know if anyone would would live through what three, we're days, see. three days of binge drinking for uh, for a battle royale mode. You know, so so we're gonna predict, and I want fans who want to participate to write in and their feedback. We have some time; yeah. we have two like two weeks uh-huh. um, for people to write in what they think. I think we're gonna see five battle royale games get announced. Okay, or modes and games that we already know of. Yep. Okay. I like that. Five is five. That's a good number. <laughs> so, but yeah. I think I think you're underselling it a little bit. I think it'll be more than five. <laughs> oh God! If it's more than five, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a long E3. <laughs> oh my God! This Bethesda Skyrim uh, battle royale. Skyrim That's... battle royale. That would actually be fun, though. But Dan, well, yeah, but it's swords and not guns. You know. Yeah, well, I guess that the... would. That would be different. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't want... I just don't want to see everyone's iteration. It's like the MOBA. Everybody put out their iteration yeah. of their MOBA, and only three, four have stuck around. So. Yeah, and the only one... I, I feel like Blizzard's, like... They were late to the game, and I feel like they were the only ones that could be late to the game and still have Heroes of the Storm be successful, you know? Yeah, like, if Blizzard put out a Battle Royale game, I think it would do well. Yeah. Which they kind of did a little bit with. Uh, I think they added a boat in Overwatch. It's Deathmatch. Yeah, Beardless says that Ubisoft will find a way to fit Battle Royale into Ghost Recon into the division. I totally agree. It'll be it'll be in probably in one of their uh, IPs. I think uh, I think it's been rumored that Splinter Cell, the new Splinter Cell, is going to get announced at from Ubisoft at this year's E3. Um, so that could be yeah where the Battle Royale fits in. Uh, I've got a couple predictions. I think we'll see a Far Cry spinoff, uh, similar to Far Cry Primal, mm-hmm. but set in in a weird, maybe futuristic Far Cry, like uh, Blood Dragon a little bit. But I think we'll see a, a spinoff of Far Cry 5. 
Mm-hmm. That's a good call. We'll probably see something with DLC for Far Cry 5 as well. Yeah, maybe. If I were to guess. I also Do you have anything? Go ahead. I also think they're going to announce a new Rayman game. That's hopeful and wishful thinking on my part, but we'd yeah, love was, to see a new Rayman platformer. Was Legends the last one? Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was when the Wii U first came out. So yeah, that, that was five, six years ago. So yeah, I could see them definitely doing one then. Do you have anything Honestly, bold? Like any, what? What do they have bold? I mean, it's tough to say. They always kind of have something that uh, looks awesome at the end of the Ubisoft press conference. You know, uh, you know that's when they announced the division at first, and 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 the crew and other other stuff like that. Watchdogs. Uh, so they always have something awesome. So uh, Beardless brings up uh, new Splinter Cell. Yeah. Yep. That's Maybe that's reboot. been rumored. Rumored. This is a new Splinter Cell game. I'd be on board for that. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna see some Dance Dance Revolution. Probably. That's their uh, perennial seller. Yeah, we'll see stuff like that. Maybe something for the Fractured Behold DLC. Maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all I have for Ubisoft. Do you have anything for Ubisoft? Nah. Uh, PC Gaming Show, that's going to be also on Monday, June 11th at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. No idea what to expect out of this one. It could be anything. So I'm not even going to try to predict what we're going to see there, because who knows. Diablo 4. Diablo 4. I don't think they, that, I think Blizzard would do that on their own time, not announce that on the PC Gaming E3 show. Yeah, definitely. I think that's coming, but... I don't think we hear about it until uh, what's it called? BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in like usually late October, early November. Oh, Beardless mentioned Beyond Good and Evil too. Uh, yeah. I, I think we'll see something from that from Ubisoft too. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm excited to hear about because, uh, you know, I br- only briefly played the first Beyond Good and Evil. I have it on uh, UB, Uplay. So I will play it at some point. But if I hear or see an announcement for for beyond good uh beyond good and evil 2 i'll definitely play through the first one before i play through the second one again uh so sony sony is at 6 p.m pacific on monday 9 p.m eastern on monday uh we'll see some death stranding that's pretty much confirmed at this point and here brings my thing i wanted to bring up i am very sick of death stranding oh are you i'm so tired of everybody talking about how crazy this game we've seen nothing from it for like two years at this point and we see these these dumb trailers for this game where everyone's like blown away by how weird it is but we've seen legitimately nothing from this game that can give you any context to what it's even about i'm really i'm really honestly tired of death stranding (laughs) okay that's like my game that i'm it's my red dead redemption too i'm not even gonna bother hating on that game my death stranding is the new one yeah we definitely need to see some concrete details. Uh, you could, it's been what two two years since they've been coasting on trailers. Yeah, pretty much. And Beardless says I'm with you on that. Well, so mm-hmm. I'm not alone in that. I just like I don't know anything about this game. It might be awesome, but like I'm really sick of having this game shoved down my throat for how cool it is when we know nothing. Anybody can make a weird abstract trailer about a game. Like right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So we'll see stuff for Days Gone too. 
Yep, definitely. And Last of Us Part Two. We'll see see some stuff for that one. Um, I don't know. I'm not that interested in Days Gone. I'm interested in, in The Last of Us. Uh, what they're gonna what they're gonna do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the obvious stuff. Bloodborne Two. Do you think we'll see Bloodborne Two? I don't think so. No. Maybe I don't know. Bloodborne came out what 2015. Yeah, check. I'm hoping for a surprise Bloodborne release on PC. Bloodborne came out in 2015, so okay. so that was three years ago. Yeah, we could we could see that. Possibly, I don't know. Sony always usually does really good with exclusives and stuff like that. Um, I'm thinking we get a release date of Valkyria Chronicles four okay. from them because I feel like we wouldn't get it from any of the other shows, maybe PC. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't even know if it's coming to PC. So definitely Sony's our best bet for anything with that. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's coming to PC. It's coming to Switch too. Oh man. But I, I feel like it's coming to Switch later than it's coming to PC and PS4. Why do they do that? Beerless says he doesn't think From is doing a second Bloodborne. I, that could have been a, just a one off. I, I would love to see them announce that it's coming to PC. For my own selfish reasons. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's where you play a lot of stuff. If it's not Switch, it's PC for Well, you. that, and I want the I want it to run in 60 frames. That's and true. I, and, and on my ultra-wide monitor. I forgot you're a frame rate queen. <laughs> I, am, I am absolutely a frame rate queen. <laughs> well, especially for a game like that. really needs to be played in 60 frames. Yeah, true. With the timing. It doesn't need to. It just makes the experience it, better. It runs better, yeah. Um, but my bold prediction for Sony is that they're going to announce a new handheld. God, we're on the same page. Oh, okay. So I thought it was weird that they were talking up the, the, the Vita, um, saying how they're still going to continue to support it when it's been three years, for lack of a better word, it's it's been dead. Yeah. For lack of a better word, it's, it's, it's been dead. Uh, but I think they started talking about it again, how they're still going to support it, particularly in, in Japan. Um, so I think they're going to come out with I know that it was definitely more popular in Japan and a lot of people use it for like the graphic novels and that those types of games. Uh, and then and then there's a lot of like good JRPGs that didn't make their way west for it. So, yeah, uh, it may be the type of thing where it's only going to be a uh, like a Japan only handheld, you know, um, but I think they they, they want to get in, in on some of the switches switches pie. I think they, yeah, ex- I think that's exactly it. They kind of saw how successful the Switch is, and they probably think they can do something along that lines. Yeah, maybe. Or something cool like it. It's it's like the same thing with the Pokemon stuff, the Final Fantasy Tactics stuff. Like, it's really weird timing that all of a sudden... Yeah, they're, they're talking, talking about this stuff again yeah. a couple weeks before E3. I don't know if they're messing with us or they're 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 slowly easing it into the subconscious so that you're like, hey, all right. Yeah, exactly. So that's that was actually my exact same bold prediction. I thought that they would announce either something new or um, they'll do something with the Vita to bring it back. Like maybe like a better PS4 Vita. Yeah. Uh, Or a a Vita that can play PS4 quality games at lower quality. Yeah. I think that would that would be uh, I think that would be a smart move, you know, especially with the expansion. Like if you can tie your PS4 digital library to this device uh-huh. and play your PS4 games and like 720p, 
I think that would be huge because, you know, that Sony can coast at this point. They've won this generation's console war yeah. uh, handily, I might add. So they, they can coast if they so choose. Now, wasn't there remote play for the PlayStation and the Vita? Yeah, but that a lot of that Was depends on your internet. internet connection. So, like, I know in my house, uh, like, I have dead spots that for no rhyme or reason, like our kitchen has terrible uh, wireless reception. So mm-hmm. I pretty much can't use anything like that in the kitchen. So, yeah, that's Sony. Uh, and then last but not least, Tuesday, June 12th, Nintendo at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12, a, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we will see Smash Brothers. I think that's going to be the featured item. Um, where I think we, you and I, you and I are both on the same page in that that it's going to be a new Smash Brothers and not a not a just a re-release or a port of the Wii U version. Yeah, I'm total uh, in total agreement of that. I think it's going to be a brand new Smash Brothers. I know um, the the I feel like if they were just kind of re like porting over a Smash Brothers game to the Switch, they wouldn't need to get the creator Sakurai involved. Yeah, um, they would just unless it's a port with some new characters, but I don't think that's what it is. Right. Um, Pokemon reveal. Oh yeah, I bet we get a release date for this year too. Oh okay, like holiday. Yeah, right. I think what which conference did I talk about being Bethesda. I think um, Nintendo is gonna have an amazing conference for that reason. I think they're gonna announce a ton like Fire Emblem, Pokemon. Smash Brothers, we're going to get a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll announce the Nintendo 64 Classic that will go on sale in the fall at some point. Um, there's been, again, we talked about this before, but the, the it's slowly starting to see, sneak into the subconscious that Nintendo's filing for all these trademarks for the Nintendo 64 controller. Uh, it could be nothing, but, you know, it's, again, sneaking into the subconscious. So could be nothing or it could be everything. Could be everything. Metroid Prime 4. I think we'll see something from that. Uh, I don't think that's going to come out this year. That'll probably be a next year release, maybe even early next year. But mm-hmm. we'll see something for, for Metroid 4. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, I think that... What else? I know I had other stuff that I was thinking. Uh, give me a second. Nintendo's the one I'm most excited for um, because that most affects me as a gamer. There was I had another thought for something we might see, but now I cannot think of it. And I thought I wrote it down, but now I'm not finding it. Yeah. And then there's my bold prediction from that I talked about last week, which is the Steam Link app coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, because of the uh, insertion of uh, the Steam Steam Pro Controller support in, into Steam. Uh, or uh, I'm sorry, Nintendo Switch Pro Controller into steam mm-hmm. so i think i think we'll see joy con support before too long and that's that's the the segue for steam link on the switch bold prediction but a prediction nonetheless uh, uh, i think they'll announce classic games are coming to the eShop. a lot of people i don't want to say wept but complained a lot that there was no virtual console but i think they're just scrapping the virtual console title and I think you'll be able to buy classic games in the eShop uh, yeah. starting starting soon, probably. 
people react too quickly to those comments because they said they were just ending branding, but everybody yep. jumped to the conclusion of, uh, Oh, we can't buy classic games, games. on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. Which makes no sense. If you ask me, I mean, Nintendo probably makes a killing on those. They don't Cash. really have to do anything. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just printing money. So, um, that, that will happen. Go ahead. Yeah. So a couple other predictions real quick, Dan Fortnite coming to the switch. Yeah. Um, yep. fire, a new fire emblem coming out uh, this year. I think I read that it's there was supposed to be a Fire Emblem coming out this year, like yeah. a release window. I don't know if that'll end end up happening, but I think we see that. Um, I think we'll see some potential Octopath Traveler. Uh, I also think we get a Skyward Sword HD remake. Oh. That might be my bold prediction, because <laughs> really, like, that's the next game in line to get an HD remake, I think. You know, they get another remake out onto the Switch uh, because, you know, Twilight Princess came out last and that was on the Wii U. I think yeah. it kind of makes sense to do it. I don't think it'd be that hard to do either. Right. So that'll yeah. be my bold prediction. OK. Um, I'm going to say we'll see some more Wii U ports announced, uh, specifically Xenoblade Chronicles X. That mm-hmm. is wishful thinking on my part, but I think that will come at some point as a port to the Switch. Uh, but I think they're going to announce a new Mario side-scroller. It'll be new Super Mario Brothers Switch. Okay. Now, are you thinking kind of like a Mario Maker? Or are nope. you thinking... It'll be like new Super Mario Brothers Wii and new Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Okay. Uh, but for the Switch. Uh, brand new side-scroller. Now, is that wishful thinking? Or is that... No, I just think that's what what's going to happen think what'll happen i can see that mario odyssey came out last year um so the switch needs its own mario side scroller well we didn't get a three uh there's mario 3d world but that was not necessarily 3d it was like it was like a switch perspective sort of yeah game it went back and forth yeah oh i'll say also man with me with the remakes i bet we get a sunshine remake hd I would love that. That game's so good. Nintendo could virtually do no wrong in this press conference for me. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm getting Smash Brothers for the Switch. Regardless, that's been right. announced. They could do nothing else, and I would be like, oh, yeah, look at this. Yeah. So, they, yeah, I I think they have the biggest uh, potential out yeah. of any of these these companies right now. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And that's all I have. Do you have anything else for Nintendo? I got no, nothing for Nintendo. I feel like I had another one from something else that didn't fit really any of the conferences, but now I can't really remember. Okay. So, yeah, I'll say that's it. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything further. So we'll just jump right into Nibble Bits, shall we? Yeah. All right. I will go first. So my first one, uh, it was announced at PDX Con, which is Paradox Con. Uh, that Crusader Kings 2, Europa Universalist 4, and Stellaris are all getting DLC this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's cool. I'm really behind on my uh, Crusader Kings 2 DLC, but at some point I will get the pack of all the DLCs that I'm missing when they they go on a steep sale. So that's usually what I do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, And bad news for the consumer, Best Buy has canceled its Gamers Club Unlocked program. So if you are an active subscriber to that, your subscription is still valid, but you can't renew it, and you also can't sign up if you're not part of it and for a new one. 
So there's no more 20, 20% off any new video game that you buy um, unless you're a currently an active subscriber. So oh, that that sucks. I think Eric was subscribed to that, correct? Yeah, I was too for a little while. That's right, you were. Uh, so, I mean, at least for now, Amazon Prime still has the 20% off discount for most game new games within two weeks of its release. So that's where, where we've been getting and, and probably will continue to get our physical copies. Is That's cheaper than Steam, right? Doesn't Steam do the 10%? Uh, it depends. Sometimes Green Man Gaming usually has good sales, and if it's the right game, you can get 30 or 35% off new games if you if you time it right. I feel like watch. developers for these games are kind of getting screwed because games are getting more and more expensive to make. But I mean, now you can get new games for like forty five, fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of it. Well, a, a lot of it is that they're also selling a lot more copies than they used to back in the day. Yeah, know? that's true. I think games have a longer lifespan, too, because you can especially you know, in Steam, you don't have to worry about not being able to play the games. You, if, as long as you have a computer, you have your Steam games, you know, you can boot them up whenever you want. So people are more willing to plop down money on games that they may never play, like me. That's true. 400 some odd game Steam library. So, that is true. Who knows? Uh, my next little bit, it's looking like To the Moon is going to become an animated film. Good the call. Cre- Creator Can Gao has said that there is an adaptation in the works that has significant funding from a Chinese uh, movie studio. So beautiful, yeah. And I'm glad they went the animation route too. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's the good route um, because I feel like it could be super corny with yeah. actors. Yeah, and it might kind of disparage the the quality of the game. So I think the animated route was a good move for him. Yep. Uh, apparently. Can Gao is in full control of all the writing and, and and directing and all that stuff too. So at least you'll know it'll remain true to true to his vision for the yep. game. So you know what? I still gotta play um, the follow up Finding Paradise. Yeah, I haven't played that yet. It's kind yeah. of amazing. None of us have. Well, it's really just do like how sad do I want to be when I play it? You know, I have to do it late night some night when I'm feeling sad, kind of like what you're. Yeah, gotta be when, the, when you're feeling a little melancholy, you can yeah. just add fuel to the fire. <laughs> really just depress yourself out for a bit. Yep. Have, <laughs> have a good cry. Chop, chop up some onions. Uh, and then my last one, Battlefield Five, we talked about, was announced for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's going to be World War II, set in World War II, and it's coming out October 19th. But the interesting thing about that is there's going to be no DLC premium pass. Thank God. Uh, once you buy the game, any updates, you are free for anyone who bought the game. Um, and they will only sell like his cosmetic items in, in, a, in the shop. So that's good on EA for that. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it makes, direction. makes me a little worried like what like mischievous stuff they have up their sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? That's too good to be true. This actually brings me to another thing I want to talk about, Dan. Uh-huh. I need you to help yeah. me get my PC up and running to be able to play this game on PC. Which one? Battlefield. Wow. Oh, like fine. I I no no, like I want I actually want it to be running like well. Like I want to upgrade my PC at some point. Oh. 
because I want to do it for uh, Final Fantasy 15 stuff. Like, I want this to be. Well, graphics cards are, are fine. cheaper now. Well, do how much do I need to even upgrade my graphics card? Do I need to even? Because I know the yeah. big thing's processor. No. Or not processor. What do I, what is it I need then? Graphics card. That's the that's ninety percent of your workload for your computer. I thought you told me my computer was too old to be able to do any of this. No, I no you you, you could probably do RAM do with a RAM upgrade, but really at this point it's not worth it to spend. It's like hundred and fifty dollars for. Uh, 16 gigabytes of ddr3 ram so you're better off saving up and upgrading your processor motherboard and ram all at the same time than just getting old ram to put in your computer but really like gra- the graphics card does the heavy lifting for gaming um you might get some slow some slow a little bit of slowdown from from your older processor and and uh ram but not as much as you'd think so then why why is Final Fantasy 15 run like hot garbage? That that's a game that might be more dependent on uh, process. I think that's rammed a RAM dependent game, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. Well, I want to be. I want to future proof this thing. So yeah, I mean, you're, like I said, your your graphics card is the most important thing in gaming. But uh, especially, I, have? I think you have a you have a GTX 970. Which you might be able to sell on like eBay or something to fund a new card. Yeah, I mean, how much do those go for now? A GTX 970? Yeah. You could probably sell yours for 150, 180, maybe, maybe more. Okay. And how much, what, what card would you, I mean, this is far off track, but what card would you recommend to get now? I would get a 6 gigabyte 1060, probably, if you can afford one, a 1070. Okay. 1070 and how much is those do those usually run uh six gigabyte 1060 is probably close to 300 oh okay that's that okay. Kind of great deal uh the 1070 would be better for future proofing uh it's close to 400 maybe a little over 400 okay um processor ram motherboard you're looking at it's 300 450 probably so i'm looking no, 550 so i'm looking at about close to a grand if you want to upgrade everything hmm. i think i will need a new case correct no man i'm all off because i could have sworn we said that if i needed to do any more big upgrades i would need a new case now as long as you're form factor for your motherboard is the same as your case i think your case accepts multiple form factors too so most of them do like i know mine takes uh atx and micro atx motherboards all right we just make sure it's the same same form factor okay this is one you have i think you are probably your motherboard is a micro atx okay i had to guess well this summer we'll uh we'll we'll look at it We'll figure this all out because I kind of want to do it. I just got to pay off school first. Uh-huh. Then I'll be able to do it. So, Yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to go all out, you could get one of the new i9 processors for a thousand bucks. Well, I also kind of want to be random. like do editing stuff because I'm going to be editing podcasts, doing stuff like that. So that's once I started doing the stuff for rated G games, that's when I realized my computer probably is, is getting a bit long in the tooth um, because it, I can only do 720p 60 frames video editing. Yeah. I think 
higher either takes forever or doesn't come out good because my my processor and ram are too slow and old so okay so i would need to get a 9.9 for that or i7 no a, a modern i5 or i7 processor is going to be a lot faster than i think you have you probably have the same processor i do which is the i7 2600 which is came out in 2011 so wow okay yeah. seven years ago Okay, it's amazing that it's held up. Like I still play modern games on my computer with my GTX 970. You know. Yeah, I mean it's, I'm able to play everything fine for the most part. And that's with eight gigabytes of RAM too, which you know everything's starting to move to the twelve gigabyte range, eight to twelve gigabyte range. So really, that's the slow up. That's for Final Fantasy. I feel like that was a very RAM heavy game. Okay. Because I was really excited to play it on PC, and I never really got a chance to play it because of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it ran pretty well for me. Uh, I had to lower graphic settings fairly significantly, though. Which is fine. As long as I get a smooth frame rate, I'm okay with lowering graphic settings. See, where you're a frame rate queen, I'm very much a graphic queen. When I have a PC game, I want to run this thing run like at its best. Because it's not a console, so it's... You know, I'm not dropping quality for the, yeah. you know for the consoles not being able to handle it. Yeah, you really should look into ultra wide monitor too if you want to get because I freaking love my ultra wide monitor. Everything just looks so much better on it than than on a standard 1080 1080p monitor. I would need two then. Why? Well, you can you can keep your other. Like I have a I have a my main monitor is a ultra wide, and then I have a normal 1080p monitor over here. Oof, these are like $300. It depends. It depends on the monitor. I, my LG that I got, is it's a small one. It's only a 25-inch, but it was, I think it was like $150. Uh, yeah, I see the one that you bought. It was the LG 25-inch, yeah. or 21.9 ultra-wide yep. IPS monitor with screen split. Yep. Okay, uh, cool. I would probably go bigger than 25. I would go 29, if you can, 34. Uh, ideally but the 25 is it's good enough i sit really close too so that helps so question for you then this 27 is 439 and then the 29 is 255 it depends what what features are on the monitor like the the that one might have like g-sync or amd free sync or yeah you're uh, right free sync yeah (laughs) what's free sync free sync is that's you know what g-sync is right nope Okay, so G-Sync is a NVIDIA technology that syncs up your monitor's frame rate with the frame rate that's coming out frame rate for the game that's coming out of the graphics card. So you're not getting repeated frames, so the action is always smooth. Okay. Because when when you're getting the choppiness, like when you're playing a 30 frame per second game on a console, you're getting the choppiness because the TV is running at 60 frames per second. So you're getting two frames, then two frames of the next piece of action, then two frames of the next piece of action. This makes it so those two things sync up. So it's always showing one frame at a time of the action. So you don't get... Okay. That's G-Sync. So AMD's FreeSync is the same thing, but it's AMD's version of it. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense to me then. Um, How important is that? Is it important? Um... Yeah, I mean, people who I've never seen it in in action, uh, but people who play games on G Sync monitors say they'll never go back to the way it was before. Uh, I tend to, 
I use VSync, which synchronizes, so I can only run games at 60 frames per second, and it like kind of locks down on that. Uh, but that uh, introduces input lag usually, so okay. be careful about that. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. But I mean, I, if you can afford that, definitely go the G-Sync route. I think I think I'm gonna go like big with this this upgrade. Yeah. Treat myself. Yeah. So. I'll be definitely using you a lot for this. Yeah, let me know. That's my that's my wheelhouse there. So, because I want to get like speakers for this computer, because I've never had speakers. I've only ever used the monitor ones, and sometimes like it's too quiet. Sometimes you just get a good headset. Well, here's the thing: oh, play music. You like to play music on it, right? Yeah, and I watch Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super uh, on here. Gotcha. Um, because like it's airing right now. So like every week I'll watch a new episode and I hate having to have headphones on for, especially like these over the ear ones for longer than three hours when I'm doing stuff. Cause your ears Um, get sweaty. Yeah. They get sweaty. I get headaches because it squeezes my head, stuff like that. So I like to have speakers. So it's like a weird little thing that I, that, you know, a quirk of mine. I get it. I get it. Well, that's it for the P- the PC gaming segment of the. Yeah, where were we even? Um, oh, do you have bits? I do actually. I do have a lot of nibble bits. Right. Uh, we'll start with Sunset Overdrive for PC. Pops up in a Korean ratings board. Oh. I like I... the Destructoid head like header to this is Punk's not dead. <laughs> nice. So uh, we're all. Did you play Sunset Overdrive? No. You you would waiting. you would love it. <laughs> I was waiting for a PC release for it. You know what? Maybe Microsoft's big thing, um, if they don't announce a new console, is that all of their games are going to be pushed to PC. Yeah, because that just makes sense for them to do. Yeah, because that that way at least sell lots of copies of your or more copies of your games. If they can put them on Steam, I would be a very happy camper. Yeah. Instead of having them on the Windows thing, I, I don't think I own this game anymore. I'd be willing to even get it again on PC just to just to play it again um speaking of far cry 5 dlc well the first piece of dlc actually got announced okay Uh, it's actually going to be called hours of darkness and it actually follows one of the allies in the game redler who apparently is a vietnam vet so this dlc actually takes place in vietnam um so you it's a you're like a (laughs) the way they word it is you ditch the cult, the culty backwoods of Montana for the Agent Orange ravaged jungles of Vietnam. Oh, weird! So you're gonna take over that character, uh, Wendell Redder, Redler, uh, save prisoners of war, and goes to guerrilla fight the Viet Cong. And the header image looks really cool. So interesting. It'll be twelve bucks, and it is coming out June fifth. So nice. we might see a little bit of that at E3. Some more yeah. gameplay. Yeah, I would think so. Um. Next, the Banner Saga Two is hitting uh, the Nintendo Switch early in June, June seventh, right around the corner. Yeah. Did, did you play Banner Saga Saga Two? I, I didn't play two. I played one and really liked it. Uh, they're apparently releasing the all two games because Banner Saga Three will be on the Nintendo Switch. So, the they're supposedly putting both of them on. I will play through uh, them again if if they both come come to the switch before which yeah seems like they're going to yeah the third one's coming out july 26th so yeah. just enough time to play all of them really like right before leading up yeah um 
Next, Pokemon Go is getting the Alolan forms of the Gen 1 Pokemon this summer. Really smart move by them. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, something small that they can put into the game, but it's not a new gen, really. It's just newer versions of old Pokemon, um, and there's not too, too many of them, so it's something they can put in and you can just catch and, you know, have, like, you know, mess around with. Uh, some of my favorite iterations of the Gen 1 Pokemon are actually the Alolan, Alolan forms. Um, mm-hmm. The Marowak is awesome looking. It's a dark fire type as opposed to a ground. I think it looks awesome. You know, Raichu. I'm a huge Alolan Raichu fan. I think it's it's a super strong Pokemon. I loved using it in the games. Uh, so it'll be really cool. You'll see, you know, Meowth and Persian. Uh, Persian's dumb, derpy face. <laughs> I don't know if you know what that looks like. The not, version. Not, not, no, not in the new the new version. It's pretty funny. Um, it's, of course, the one everybody's picking out and making fun of. But Sure. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pumped for that move. I think it's awesome. I'm excited to see. I mean, Vulpix is an ice Pokemon. Like, that's super cool. Sandshrew is also an ice Pokemon. I think it's going to be pretty cool to see all of these. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. And I think my last one, the biggest news of all. Fuse Zamasu and Vegito are heading to Dragon Ball Fighter Z May 31st. Nice. So I'm on board immediately. I love me some Zamasu. Who doesn't love Vegito, especially with blue hair? Yeah. And I have no I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm gonna pretend like I do. You I, probably, I will watch them at some point. You probably never well, uh, just to let you know, I bought another I've been hemorrhaging money. Uh so okay. I bought another uh, cl- uh set of the the Kai, I bought part four. Uh-huh. So I only have three parts left. So I'll nice. have them all soon. I know you won't watch them for a bit, but when you have, when you want to, I, I will have all of them. Cool. And Vegito is just Goku and Vegeta fused. Oh. That's part of the, the Z anime war. But, yeah. Very nice. That, uh, that wraps up my nibble bits for me. I actually had a lot this week. Okay. How was your week? Good. I finished school. Um, nice. Pass everything, I think. Right. I think I passed everything. I think I'm good. But I was super pumped to to be done. I was pretty done with school. I hit the point where I was like, I don't care. Just want to get done. Yeah. So, so I started my internship at work too. That's another thing that I've been doing. I'll be working 40 hours a ton this summer, which is fine with me. Uh, I kind of like it. Kind of. It's gonna keep. Exactly. That's why I'm gonna have the money to do all the stuff that I want to do. So I'm pretty pumped to be doing that. I love the manager that I'm working with. Good. So it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna pretty much be running the seafood department apparently this summer. Nice. So I'm really, really excited to be doing that. Um Yeah, that's really it for me. Okay. Um for me uh, I don't have too much to talk about. First, uh, we, me and Will recorded a pond hockey last night, uh, so that's up if, if you're if you're interested. We did it immediately after the end of Game Seven between the the Bolts and the Capitals. Uh, sorry, Reefer, again. I know we apologized during pond hockey, but uh, I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. Um, so yeah, that's up if you if you want to l- listen to that on our our thoughts on the the Vegas Golden Knights and what a surprise team they are. Um, also, I don't know when this is going to happen, but probably soon, uh, the wife agreed to do a video series with me that we're going to put on the thumbstick athletes, uh, 
YouTube, but I also want to eventually have it on Twitch. But uh, I'm going to have her, I'm going to sit with her and have her play games that uh, are out of her comfort zone, I guess, for, for, for lack of a better term. She's mostly plays like platformers and puzzle games. Uh, so I'm going to have her play some other things and I'll coach her through it. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping to start that within the next week or so. Uh, but stay tuned for for that stuff. I'm, I'll be posting on our social media when when that goes live. YouTube. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be be on YouTube. If people want, we'll we'll maybe live stream it too, and then put it on YouTube. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see, figure out all the logistics of that. I'm actually in the process of figuring out how to get a green screen in here. Uh, I could buy one, but if I could not buy one and save money, I'm going to go that route. I actually have lime green paint that I might try to paint something to put behind us. So, uh, so there's less like fluff, you know, on the camera, like all the background. So we can just be like in the game and, and for when I stream too, after, after an episode, I think that'll make it, make it look a little nicer if just I'm there and not, you know, like I said, all the background that doesn't need to be there necessarily. Do you know what game you and her are going to start with? Uh, I'm going to actually probably surprise her with the game, so I'm not going to mention. I have a list of a bunch of games that that I want to show her. Uh, it's it's all stuff we've talked about, you know. Okay. Stuff so. that you know she might be interested in. I maybe not so much that, but stuff that I want her to like like i guess you know uh stuff games that i love uh that i want to show because she's seen me play some of them but it's it's different to actually play some of these games yourself you know yeah, and like definitely. i said that'll it'll be out of her comfort zone to stuff that she you know has hasn't played in the past really or small doses of you know yeah so someday like I said, within the next week, I, I hope to have the first episode of that. I'm going to do it in episodic form, format. It'll probably be about an hour, uh, maybe hour at a time. And maybe we'll continue some games if she ends up ends up really liking them. Good call, Dan. I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, it should be fun. You got to keep it going. Because Corey and I, every time we started a playthrough <laughs> of something, we never really got yeah. around to finishing it. Yeah, no, that that happens. Uh, I I mean, I'm su- surprised that I've been able to keep rated G games going so long. I've done a video every day for over two months now. I took a weekend off a couple weeks ago, but I've I've still put up a video every day. So good work, Dan. I've kept that going. Yeah, uh, that's all I have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get into what we played, shall we? Let's do it. Will, let's hear it. So, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors, the definitive edition on the yeah. Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. Love it. Okay. It's really good. I'm yeah. not very far. I've only done three battles. I just got to the point where uh, you meet Lana. Mm-hmm. You meet her, and then I got the battle. I'm at the battle now where you unlock her. But what's crazy is all of the DLCs in the game. So like battles that are early on in the game, there's like the spin-off battles, like right about like how you can go up on the map yep. instead of going in the straight line um, where you do like these side battles. And like, I noticed Linkle is one of the playable characters early on, yep. which is so fema- think, female link. Yeah. Female link. So like once I do that battle, I unlock her and can use her in the story. So like, oh. that's a cool little thing in the game that I can use to like play more characters. 
mm-hmm. early in the game. So that's a really cool thing. Uh, it runs really well. I'm having a blast with it. Answer me this. Yes. Is it or is it not better as a Warriors game than Fire Emblem was? You know what? Fire Emblem should be a better Warriors game, but it isn't compared yeah. to Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors is a fantastic game. Yeah. I mean, I, and I talked about it when we played Hyrule or uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, but I just feel like they implemented the Legend of Zelda elements into the Warriors formula better in Hyrule Warriors than they did the Fire Emblem elements into the Warriors formula. Yeah, you're right. You're, I'm 100% in agreement with that. Yeah. So, I mean, they're both good games. But I, I definitely think Hyrule Warriors is just a better, better version of the Warriors, you know, Nintendo franchise and the Warriors it, style game. Yeah, no, it's de- I think it's definitely a better game um, than Hyrule or Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah. Um, I got a question for you. As somebody who's yeah. beaten it, Dan, do you play as Dark Link at all? I don't think Dark Link was, was in it when I when I played it. OK, I was curious. It was it was a long time ago. I actually, I still technically have it. Um, so that was one of the few games I bought digitally on the Wii U. Uh, mm-hmm. I should say, shouldn't say one of the few digital games, but it was one of the few like full on like Wii U console games that I bought digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was still there when I when we got our Wii U again. So I can just download it and play it anytime. Okay, I may. Who knows? You, you should. <laughs> I oh, actually I didn't buy a physical copy. I was gonna say you can play my copy on the Switch, but I forgot I went digital because I was impatient. Yeah, well, that happens. Um, other than that, I really I haven't played anything. I'm just getting ready now to start being able to play games again, so I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to be playing Fortnite tonight after the episode. Fork knife. Fork knife. Uh, Dan and I are not fork knife proponents. No, I, I mean, I, I'm not anti-fork knife, but I've never played it, so be prepared to just be embarrassed for me. Be underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, yeah. Underwhelmed is a good way to put it. I'm actually, I'm really hoping Eric can play because he's at least played it before and can kind of guide us. Corey wants to play too. I'm not sure. Uh, I, we don't have any feedback as of now, so we're probably going to be done soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping those guys can can join us so we can get a four man squad. We also had some people on our Facebook offer to join us, so uh, we may be tapping into those people. Billy being one of them, who I know, he's a great video gamer, so. Uh, I know he's played quite a bit, so you know he could he could guide us too if we need it. Yeah, definitely. Um, as for what I played, so I started p- playing Mario Kart Eight again. Uh, again, it's for rated G games. Uh, I'm working on trying to get my Mario Kart Eight score up to ten thousand, which is going to take a while because uh, at least the first two episodes I got I went up about a hundred points each episode. So it's usually like five or six races. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first race back, I ended up winning, which I was surprised because I haven't played Mario Kart online in probably probably six months. I want to say the last time was when I did Extra Life. It was the last time I played online. I've played with my kids a little bit, but it's it's not the same. Yeah, no. So because uh, they play, we usually play with them on 50 CC, and I'm playing a you know 150 CC mirror mode. Sometimes the occasional 200 CC maps. So. Uh, I've done pretty well so far. I've only had two races where I was minus points out of probably 12 or 15 races. So I've done pretty well so far. Uh, that game's amazing still. 
Um, like I said, too, once I switched over, because I was having connectivity issues, but once I switched over to my 5 gigahertz network, that cleared all my all my ALs for, for connectivity issues for the Switch. So uh, that's great stuff. Uh, still playing more Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I'm in the third world. I just beat the mid-boss in the third world. Probably, I would say the final the final boss in in World Three Spooky Trails is one of my favorite bosses in gaming. It's uh, super interesting, and we'll just we'll just hung up. So I'm going to try to call him back. Um, yeah, he's a fantastic boss. Just the the I don't know the song he sings, and it's it's just super interesting. So, uh, Will's internet actually probably went out. So I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back. Welcome back, everyone. 357 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, Will is back after his internet dropped out. Uh, we're getting tired of this. Yeah. Because it happens way more frequently than it should. It's, it's getting ridiculous. So, who knows? it's pretty frustrating because there's legitimately no reason for it to go down like every single day at the same times. But what do I know? Apparently that's fine. (laughs) Piece of garbage. Yeah. Mine will go out for like five minutes at a time. And it's just enough to stop whatever video my kids are watching, which annoys them. And then it annoys them and they come yell at me because their videos aren't working. Whatever, whatever they happen to be watching. Uh, lately, there's been a lot. I don't know if you're familiar with Zach Scott Games, Will. No, I am not. That's what they're. That's what they've been watching a lot of. He does. Uh, he does a lot of Nintendo uh, videos. So he plays. They've been watching Paper Mario Color Splash, which we actually just got for the Wii U. Uh, so I'm going to be playing that at some point too. Uh, but yeah, he's he's actually pretty good. Uh, he's pretty entertaining. So I'm okay with my kids watching him. Mm-hmm. And he keeps it clean generally, which is also good. Which is good, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I played is more Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Not as much. Uh, the wife and I have been watching Game of Thrones again, so cuts into our gaming time together. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's really embarrassing how much Game of Thrones we watch. We pretty much just start over again once we finish it up. We all have that show where we just, you know, keep rewatching. Yeah, we watched, the, we watched a few episodes of The Office before bed or Futurama, like as we're going to sleep. But we actually sit and watch Game of Thrones repeatedly. <laughs> as I said, nothing wrong with that. We all we all have that show. I, I rewatch Dragon Ball Z all the time. Yeah. The only problem is we have to keep paying for HBO, uh, HBO Now. So we're eventually going to get the Blu-ray and digital HD seasons one through seven it's like 135 bucks on amazon but to not have to pay for the hbo thing repeatedly it'll save us why is blu-ray so much more expensive uh i'm not sure probably because that's what people are buying right now but it's digital copies of all the things too so we can put them on like google play or amazon amazon prime video or whatever which is nice well, you'd think that most people would be streaming now, and Blu-rays would be kind of on the cheap end. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I know not. I, I know I to stream things just, but I like to have the physical copy because those times when your freaking internet goes out, you, know, <laughs> you won't be interrupted. Just, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, so that's all I played. 
we can get into feedback. I think we have a winner winner chicken dinner. Ooh, who is it? Idaho Jake. Yeah. So unless we get a piece before I finish Jake's feedback, he will win the game giveaway for today. So he says, hey, guys, I'm excited for Rage 2. My oldest graduates on Saturday and June 5th gets shipped off to Missouri for basic training. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now that almost all the cats are out of the bags, not sure if I'm excited for E3. Also, when are you guys going to do your E3 predictions? That was this week's episode uh now for idaho jakes this day in gaming, gaming history cows and moose was released on the wang in the wang 2020 in 1975 i have no idea what that is but i'm gonna look it up because that sounds hilarious uh 1995 sid meyer's colonization came out on windows 2000 three months after releasing thief 2 looking glass uh looking glass shut its doors despite despite the fact that thief 2 was number one on most sales charts 2004, Mario vs. Donkey Kong came out on Game Boy Advance. Dirt 3, released on PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2011. Skylanders Giants, Chill, Light Core released on all systems in 2016. Torchlight 2 and Seduce Me 2, The Demon War was released on all computer systems. One more thing, my son, after all his training, wants a gaming PC, so I'll get a hold of Dan and maybe he can build him one. Thanks, guys, and have a good night. Dan's the master of building PCs, so... I am. The wet is Wang twenty two hundred. I'm gonna. We've got to look that up. My kind of console. The only pro- <laughs> I'm a little worried of what's gonna come up though. Uh, I'm gonna not do it on camera, uh, just because I don't want something weird to come up and and get us banned from Twitch for having lewd content. Uh, I'm also excited for Rage too. I I really enjoyed Rage. Uh, I know it came out and was not reviewed well because a lot of people thought it was gonna be Fallout like, but it wasn't. It was. It was a first-person shooter uh, that had some some like weapon crafting, and then it had the big uh, the big driving part of it, which I thought was awesome. The only thing I didn't like about it was the janky death animations when you when you shot up a couple guys. That was there a, little, were, a little weird. There were a lot of those, yeah. The the weird like ragdoll effects and stuff like that. Yeah, just the way they collapsed, it just didn't look real at all looked very scripted and and not scripted well, not animated well. So uh basic training. That's that's terrifying. Just because of all the physical stuff. I I never think I would have made it through basic training when I was even when I was in my best shape as a teenager. Just not built for that sort of thing. No, I if I'm forced into physical activity, I immediately reject it. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as gaming PC, I'd be happy to build them one. Um, but really, like, I feel like the way to go now is with a gaming laptop. Um, not to steer them away from from having me build them one, but uh, gaming laptops have full on GPUs now, which is awesome. And I know, you know, as a soldier, he's probably gonna be doing some moving around, so that's something that's easier to take with them. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, let me know when, when, if and when you uh, decide to to hook them up with one. Uh, I'd be happy to, you know, steer you, steer you in in the right direction. So, yeah, that's everything, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jake uh, wins. Jake wins yeah. game giveaway. Congrats, Jake. Let me bring up Evernote here. Do we end up fixing the list by any chance? 
Oh, oh, we did get another feedback. Oh, late submission in at the buzzer. It is in at the buzzer. So this is from Cameron who says, so sorry, Jake, you're not quite the winner just yet because this did get in uh, six minutes ago. So it says thumbstick athletes, a quick one for tonight as am I at work as as I am at work. Fortnite is my jam now. It is a perfect fit for my life right now. It seems like I am working more evening shifts where I get home at midnight and can squeeze in a couple rounds before I go to bed. The other times at the end of the end of an evening, the woman wants to do things or watch a movie, so it seems like again if I'm going to get any gaming, it is done it is thirty minutes with other things going on. Uh, this is where the game shines, as there is no plot, character development, or continuation from round to round. I still have not spent a dime, and I really don't care what my character looks like, so free-to-play is perfect. And the new mode, 50 versus 50 teams, is so much fun. Big forts, big battles, and actual flanking, something the other modes seem to lack. Where I can use the ground to flank and hit hard from the sides of from the sides on enemies who thought they were covered from fire. Most recently I had a team loss where I killed five enemies in one game. It was my best round ever and I'm not likely to repeat, but I was just in the zone and moving and shooting. The best part for me is the tension after knocking an enemy down and as they try to crawl to cover to decide whether to finish them off and risk your own life doing so. Next, my woman's brother came to visit and he is a PS4 guy and we bonded over a reinstalled Star Wars Battlefront 2. We had a great time trading off with each death and he had a chuckle uh, that each time I start a game in the chat, I say TLJ. <laughs> the Last Jedi was a terrible movie. <laughs> now, this is a statement I believe that I believe, but it's fun to sit back and watch the arguments that start on both sides in response to that little sentence. And I believe it was the Dalai Lama who said the art of trolling is not arguing with people. It's getting people to argue with each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is on the gaming front. Big news in my area, Grand Forks, British Columbia, was that we experienced a 100-year flood. A couple hundred homes were destroyed, along with many of the businesses in our old downtown. Several of my coworkers lost their homes, and one has a wow. house that was 100 feet from the river at the start of the week and is now hanging over the ledge about to fall in. Wow. Uh, so for about seven days, there was a flurry of activity as I would spend days off work or evening sandbagging. By far the most intense night was at the peak of the water when I was helping bag and bale downtown businesses at about 1 a.m. The water down in downtown was a few inches above my knees, and I'm 6'1". Walking to the entrance, the street had a current to it, and items from homes were bobbing their way past you uh, to get swept away. Our house was high and dry, so we were unaffected except for losing my front license plate when I tried to drive to work on a flooded road. Uh, the river that ran beside the road was rising, and as I drove, the water was pouring over the hood of my poor little Prius. <laughs> when I made it to a dry patch, I saw that ahead of me uh, was even deeper, so I had to turn around and head back. And when I powered through again, at some point, my bumper cover was pulled half off the car, and the license plate was lost to the river. Jeez, that's crazy. All in all, it was a stupid thing to do with a hybrid car, but it seems okay now. Uh, there was one very attractive... Uh, very attractive thing about the whole event, and that's how it reminded me of war. There was the same sense of purpose, uh, mission, and duty to help. That for that brief couple of days, all the bullshit in life did not matter, and everyone was just fighting the flood, and that was all that mattered. Strangers worked side by side to help anyone in need, and people who were not at risk helped those that were. And perversely, the fact that people were losing everything made the stakes high and made it a meaningful experience. Anyway, it guys, enjoy Fortnite tonight. I'm stuck at work uh, would or would love to join. Uh, oh, and I eagerly await PayPal. All right. 
Oh, that's crazy, man. Uh, as we regularly experience flooding here where we live, uh, it's been, it's been okay the past couple of years, but we had two really bad floods, uh, in the mid two thousands. And then what was the two that there was a flood after we had started the podcast. Cause you had to go home in it after dad picked you up. Yeah. That was, that was 2011. Okay. Yeah. 2011. 2006. I think so. Yeah. Really bad flooding. And that actually, uh, it flooded our apartment bad enough that my wife and my cousin both had their cars ruined. Uh, uh, I don't know if I ever told this story. I probably told the story on the podcast, but laziness was the only thing that ended up saving my car from also getting flooded. You probably so we li- weren't supposed to, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was the night before I had gotten groceries and we were supposed to park in this lower lot, like behind the building, uh, because we were, our apartment was above a business and the, the people going in and out of the business were supposed to park there. But I had an armload of groceries and I was like, I'm not walking up two flights of stairs. I'm just going to park in the, you know, park in the upper parking lot. I, you know, it's only for a few hours. It's not a big deal. So I did that. And then, uh, we lived, uh, I lived in one apartment. My sister lived in another, but my cut Corey and our cousin, Chris, who has been on this podcast, were living in the one right next door. So we would commute to work together because we all, all work together. And, uh, I was going to pull my car out of the upper lot into the lower lot. And there was a big, big, big puddle in the entrance of it. I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll just drive my car to work rather than parking it down here and driving through this puddle. Uh, And then when we got home from work that day, everything was all flooded. So I was too young to remember any of that. Were you too young? It was a while ago, I guess, now that I think about it. I mean, I was probably like 10, but like, what year was it? 2000. It was 2006. Okay. So I was like 10, 11. So, I just had no context for it, really. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, crazy times. We had to, we actually had to leave our apartment for. It was like a week. We were, we couldn't be there because of the power and the danger and all that stuff. That's crazy. So, fun times. So I, you know, I'm glad to hear you were not affected, really, though, other than losing your license plate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those those events do have a weird way of like bringing people together. Uh, you know, you don't want to see people come together because of something like that, because that negatively affected a lot of people. But that's uh, it's nice to see that that is what happens in that situation. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people need that, though, to kind of forget about all their everything. stupid, petty arguments that they have with each other that don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100 percent. Uh, okay, so let's do the game giveaway. Thanks, thanks, uh, Cameron. I will let you know when I get PayPal set up. I'm still, we're still working on a whole new. I started using a new thing to stream. It's called OBS Streamlabs, and that's how I got the subscription thing set up. And I'll get the donation thing set up through there. It all runs through there. So uh, I will let you know when it, if and what, not if it gets, if I get set up, but when I get it set up. Because he wants to fund a beer and pizza episode, so or in Will's case, a soda and pizza episode. Oh yeah. So I'll try to get at least three of the four athletes on for that episode too. I can't promise I'll get everyone on, but no, not those two. <laughs> yeah, they're hard to track down. They they really are. Okay, okay. so game giveaway time. Um... One and two, and generate numero uno is Jake, the winner. So Jake is the winner. 
Jake ends up ends up winning. Um, okay, so we did this. This was janky last time. Is it janky again? It probably uh, still is. Yeah. Okay. So seventy six plus ninety eight. 174, so 1 through 174. What was the first number? 76? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, generate. Number 71 is the first game. And that is Mass Effect 2. Oh, okay. Probably Jake already has that. Fantastic game, yeah. Probably. Um, Jake... Mass Effect 2 is the first one. Boom. Jake might uh, be able to pick live, too. It's true. He is here. 113. So 76 mi- or 113 minus 76. Correct. 37. And that is Sanctum, the collection. Okay. Wait. Thir- no, that's not right, is it? Did you do that calculator? It was game 113, right? Yeah, minus 76. So it'd be... Why did I minus 36? You got 113, right? Yeah. So it'd be 37 plus 76. Right? You take... You take... Oh, 113. It is 113. Mm Mm-hmm. Why am I so confused here? (laughs) I can't do numbers. Right. You rolled a 113. So roll a 113. You subtract 76 from that. Wait. No, is you would want to add. So it would, be, it would be game 37 on the second list is what it would be. 37. Which is Sanctum of the Collection. Okay, so we did have it right. Yeah. So why are we confusing ourselves here? I don't know. You confused me there. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a long day. Thursdays are very long days. Well, get ready, Dan, because <laughs> okay. 163 is the next one. Okay, so 163. Whoops, that's one. Okay, 163. Dang it. 163 minus 76. So it's it, game 87 on the second list. That's that's how it how it works. And that is Sam and Max's Devil's Playhouse. Okay. I had it right the first time. There's that one. Oh, boy, 147. 147 minus 76. 71. English country tune. Okay. That's come up a few times. This has kept coming up before. And last but not least, 157. 157 minus 76 is 81 on the second list. Telltale Games Pack. Okay. Which, not sure what that entails, but it entails something. Yeah. Some of the probably older Telltale games. Okay, Jake, your games are Mass Effect 2, Sanctum, The Collection, Sam and Max, Devil's Playhouse, English Country Tune, Telltale Games Pack. Huh? I'm partial to the English Country Tune. I'm interested in what that is. Even <laughs> Probably awesome. No doubt, awesome. Okay. Any other thoughts? I got nothing, Dan. We're going to get ready to play Fortnite. I don't know if you want to text the guys while I finish up here. Let them know we're starting soon. Uh, So next week's episode, I'm not sure what we're going to be covering. Uh, Maybe Battle, Battle Tech. 
Um, yeah, that could be. I don't. Is maybe Detroit? If you and Eric played Detroit, I want Detroit, but I don't know when I'm going to get it. Okay. Unless Eric is just like says to me he wants to split it. Right. Um, that okay. would be my best way of getting it. But as of right now, probably not. Okay. Uh, I also thought maybe doing uh, Dauntless, which that's the Monster Hunter clone type of okay. game for PC. Okay. So maybe, maybe we'll do that too. Uh, those are those are a few options. So. Okay. Um, yeah. As of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, if you if you want to help out the podcast and you don't want to spend any money, and if you're a member of Amazon Prime, uh, they do a thing called Twitch Prime, and you can subscribe to our channel through Twitch Prime, and it doesn't cost you anything. It's a it's a benefit for for Amazon Prime users to have a free subscription. So uh, if you want to support the podcast and don't want to spend a dime, which is the way to do it, uh, you can do that. Uh, as I said, we're going to be streaming more. I'm starting a video series with the wife. We're trying to trying to get more content on our on our various forms of of places we can put content. I guess so. I will also be putting. I, I've been putting our episodes on YouTube, and I'm also going to put our Fortnite stream on YouTube. So if you don't catch that live, you can watch uh, my embarrassing Fortnite play later. You're going to so. see some bad Fortnite tonight. People. Yes, you are. Do not do. Temper your expectations, okay? Just temper them. So uh, that'll do it for episode 357 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.